the introduction to section one of Workship, How to Use Your Work to Worship God. Section one is all about a biblical view of work. It's a biblical theology of work, if you like. There have been many helpful contributions to providing a thoughtful and systematic theology of work from Miroslav Volf's Work in the Spirit to Ben Witherington III's Work, A Kingdom Perspective, to the groundbreaking Every Good Endeavour by Tim Keller and Catherine Leary-Alsdorf, a bestseller which has brought issues of faith and work to the forefront of evangelical consciousness. I want to start this book with an outline of how significant work is in the Bible and demonstrate some different biblical perspectives on our working. Each perspective will be illustrated by stories I've collected as people have shared with me how they have attempted to integrate their faith and work. So here are the six biblical perspectives identified in section one. First of all, work as a gift, a new way of looking at our work as a gift for us and as a gift we offer to God. Work as a good thing. The original purpose of work as a good thing created by God to enjoy with God. Working is cursed. The reality of sin's impact on our working, our workplaces and work relationships. Who redeems work? We know that our working can be redeemed as we see glimpses of this. But who is responsible and what is our part in the activity of renewal? Righteous working. Amy Sherman has provided a helpful lens for our working, seeing it as part of the sadik, the righteous work of God to make all things whole. And finally in this section, eternal work, seeing our work in light of the new creation and drawing inspiration from the possibilities that are only limited by our imagination or our fear. So let's get started in Chapter 1, Work as a Gift. I have two adult children, Jaslyn and Guy. Right from the moment they were born, I realised that I had to be careful in the way I thought about them. They are not my children. They are gifts from God. They are beautiful and treasured gifts. But I try to make sure I hold them lightly, because God has given me stewardship over them for as long as I live. This reframing has been helpful as the kids were growing. When Jaslyn contracted leukaemia at six years old, I didn't see it as God trying to take her away from me. I accepted the possibility that he might be asking me to entrust her back to his care. When Guy went through a time of rebellion at 15, I had to acknowledge that I couldn't make him believe because he wasn't mine. However, I could continue to love and care for him, model a healthy relationship with God and pray. My recognition that I am a steward of my children is the same attitude that I bring to my work, and it is a biblical premise. In Genesis 1.26, God gave humanity work to do, to be stewards over his creation. In Genesis chapter 2, verse 15, he tells Adam to work the earth and keep the garden. Work is a gift because we have an opportunity to be stewards over whatever responsibility God has given us, to love that work, do the best we can with it, and offer it back to God as a form of worship. Stewardship. God enables us to do it. 
Not only does God give us work to do, but he also gives us what we need to do it well. We read in Genesis chapter 2, verse 8, that God planted a garden and placed humans in it. Further on, we read that God provided everything humans needed to work and live. The garden is the source of food, and in verses 10 to 12, we read that there are rivers and a variety of resources, all including gold, resins for building and construction, and onyx, a precious stone possibly used for trade. God also gives us the gifts and skills we need to do the work. We see this in Exodus chapter 31 in the famous story of Bezalel, who was given gifts of wisdom, creativity and skills for the building of the tabernacle. In Romans chapter 12 verses 3 to 8 and 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 to 11, we read of spiritual gifts. Sometimes we are given gifts we were not exactly hoping for, but in reality, they help us flourish in our working. I have a friend who jokingly bemoans the fact that God has given her the gift of administration or serving, as in Romans chapter 12, verse 7. It is not as exciting a gift as she would want, but the reality is that she has a natural sense of order and organisation. It is a feature in all she does, such as her management of events, her studies, and even the way she arranges her apartment. Gifting and Working We see the link between gifting and working in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 to 10. For it is by grace you have been saved, through faith. And this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Please do not confuse faith and work with faith and works. Paul wants us to recognize, first of all, that our saved relationship with God is a result of grace. It's not a result of works or things we do. However, as saved people, there are two aspects of work as a gift that we see here. First of all, we are a work of God. We are his workmanship, verse 10 tells us. God lovingly crafted us as a gift to his world. And secondly, he has created us for good works. He gives us the gift of meaningful and purposeful work to do. He has prepared that work for us and gifted us to complete the work. Responding to work when we struggle. For some of us, the idea of work as a gift might come more easily. Maybe you love housework. (laughs) Maybe you love to study. Maybe you love the job you're in. But for the rest of us, it may be more difficult to view work as a gift, especially when you feel weary and overwhelmed, or your workplace is toxic, or you're fighting with someone at work, or your contract is not going to be renewed, or you're not sure you are making a difference. Whatever work we do, there are two certainties to these challenges, our boss and our response. Now, by boss, I do not mean our manager or teacher or lecturer. I mean God. Colossians chapter 3 verse 23 says, Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for human masters. It is God we work for. 
It is he who gave us work as a gift and prepared us for the work given. Secondly, we can always approach our given tasks with the right attitude, with our entire self and effort. We cannot control what is happening around us, but we can choose how we respond to our gift. The poet William Blake wrote to his patron the following, quote, My fingers emit sparks of fire with expectations of my future labours. I love that, the anticipation of good work that might be possible. I once had to work out six months of a contract that I had been informed would not be renewed. I was pretty upset at the news, even though I'd been told it was not a reflection of my effort or performance. In that last six months, I had two choices. Firstly, I could switch off, be less committed, undermine my employer, disengage from work colleagues, be less available for my students, not care about the results, not plan ahead. Or I could continue to work hard, honouring the work, honouring God with my work, giving it all the imagination, energy and love that I could, pouring myself into the activities and people that would make the greatest difference in the time I had left, celebrate achievements and leave everything in the best state possible. I chose the latter. (laughs) I chose the latter because the work before me was a gift from God and because I was working for God, not my employer. I also understood that by this gift of work and even this work situation, God was seeking to grow me in relationship with himself and with others. Would I react with self-righteous desires that give birth to sin and anger? Or would I endure and triumph, growing in patience, peace and self-control? The poet David White has suggested that we think we shape the work, but in reality, it shapes us. We all have a choice to see our work as a gift from God, as a gift which is part of the ordering, filling and caring for the world, as a gift by which we can express our skills and spiritual gifts, as a gift which shapes us in relationship with the one who gives so much, even his dear son Jesus, by whose work we are saved. Prayer Sovereign Lord, thank you for the gift of work. That however old we are, whatever our level of ability, there is some way we can contribute meaningfully to the creative and cultural filling of your world. Help us to see work as a gift. Help us to work as if we were working for you. Help us to use our working as a means of honouring you and serving others. Help us to find work that allows us to flourish with all the gifts and skills you have given us. Help us to see our work as a gift that you are using to shape us more like Jesus, your Son, by whose work we are saved. Amen. Taking it further. 
First of all, how does your way of thinking about the things you own change if you see yourself as the steward rather than the owner? What difference does it make to your job or your work? Secondly, study the story of Bezalel in Exodus chapter 31. How does God equip those he loves for the work they are to do? What are the specific elements of the gifting? In what ways are you gifted for the work you do? Thirdly, what makes it difficult for you to see your work as a gift from God? Is there a new way of looking at the things you struggle with at work? Take time out now to pray about those things. And if you're in a group, pray in pairs. And finally, what difference does it make thinking of your work as a gift from God? 